This is Let Your Voice Be Heard right here on WHCR 90.3 FM, the voice of Harlem. We are back on Let Your Voice Be Heard on 90.3 FM, WHCR, the voice of Harlem. If you don't believe me, turn to 90.3 FM. You know what you'll hear? WHCR, the voice of Harlem. And this is Let Your Voice Be Heard with your favorite PC engineer, Stanley Fritz, on the ones and twos and threes and fours, but only one, two, threes, because it's only Stanley, Selena, and Alyssa. And I am here with Selena Hill and Alyssa Fuchs. We just finished talking about cybersecurity and how we had a whole bunch of government officials be hacked. So now, that one time you went to that girl's DMs on Snapchat, they know that, but they don't care. This is now the news roundup where we talk about news stories that made us laugh, cry, curse, flip a table, or drink more mimosas during brunch, because that's what Alyssa and I did on Saturday. Boom. Get like us. <laughs> and if you want to join the conversation, you can call in at 212-650-6903, or just tweet us passive-aggressively at BeHeard <laughs> underscore radio. If you have a lot to say, don't call us. We don't want to hear it. Just kidding. We do. Go to Politically Preposterous, leave a comment. I'll tell you guys that Alyssa will read it, and then I will not give her enough time to read the comment. Therefore, you will be mad. <laughs> Selena, what's going on in the world? Oh, well, speaking of what's going on, did you guys see what Sarah Palin nope, uh, okay no one, pay, no one pays attention to Sarah Palin <laughs> nope. but no she some, I mean she always says radical things right she always says things that get a lot of attention um, and just get a That's lot of publicity you have to just ignore her like it's I hard know. to it's hard to ignore oh no it's easy you just don't listen <laughs> I don't know well the thing the is I got sucked in. out of her mouth is so dumb it really is and I got I got sucked in I'll, I won't lie so Sarah Palin she was actually defending Josh Duggar um, I don't know if you guys have been keeping up with the Duggar family but they were the conservative christian reality tv stars on 19 and 19 kids and counting and it turns out that josh molested his his um baby sisters when he was 15 uh, more than one just his like baby four, and four. Brother. Oh, four of them four, four sisters and one other woman oh. one other girl and um so of course this is a horrible thing and it deserves um a, a lot of publicity and it deserves it deserves to be talked about but sarah palin has been saying she's been actually lashing out on what she calls media bias yeah, okay. saying that when lena dunham from the hbo show girls talked about how she explored her baby sister's vagina we applauded her and gave her um and we brought her book no we did sarah palin called lena dunham a pedophile you know what? let's actually talk about the real issue here which is the Dugers have the audacity to go on live tv and whatever because i don't even care <laughs> I don't know either. they have the audacity to go on live tv and call consenting adults who are of the same sex who want to get married and have a loving relationship and have a family pedophiles when their own son is an actual pedophile and, who actually molested little kids and so that's really the issue is their audacity to call themselves self-righteous when in reality they're covering up a crime an actual crime of pedophilia and then they have the nerve to call consenting adults that are gay pedophiles when they are the furthest thing from pedophiles that's the real issue in my mind when it comes to this story Agreed, Alyssa. But I just want to say that the, it's kind of like the lines are really murky here because no, they're no, not. They're not. When, when, when he's but when he's a teenager, how do, do you still classify yes. a child yes. who yes. touches another child? But what is the line? Is it thirteen? The, like what is the he line? He was sixteen. The kid he was, was fifteen. Five. He was fifteen, and the kid was five. Yeah. So it's, it's just that's disgusting. It is disgusting. That is deplorable. But like, but they're saying that as there a fifteen-year-old child, no, this he knows. Listen, the only reason he's not going to be prosecuted under the law is because the statute of limitations. Yeah. Have read. Because yeah, if true. they hadn't, he this is a criminal offense. There's at no 15. denying it at fifteen. Yes. Okay. 
Listen, in New York State, which actually is a good segue into the next story that I'm going to give you, which is oh not about God. the Dugars, but in New York State right now, there's a huge fight going on right over the age of criminal responsibility and the fact that a 16 or a 17-year-old can be charged as an adult. But there's one issue that's not going on, which is there's no denying that in New York State, if you commit a crime and you're under 16 years old, which is 15, you're still going to get prosecuted. You're going to get prosecuted as a juvenile mm-hmm. in family court, but nonetheless, you're going to get prosecuted. Speaking of prisons, <laughs> there was a prison break last night in upstate New York. Two oh. convicted murderers okay. escaped from a maximum security facility in uh, the Clinton Correctional Facility, which is in Denimora, which is up by the Canadian border. If you're not sure, actually, uh, if you want to reference, Clinton Max is where Tupac was when oh. he was doing his time uh, before he was killed. Apparently, they cut through steel walls, they shimmied through a steam pipe, and then they emerged from a manhole on the outside, and they took a page out of the Escape from Alcatraz playbook by putting dumb bodies in their beds so that when guards came around for bed checks, they didn't realize that the guys were actually missing. And it worked. uh, And it worked. And by the time uh, they were, it was not discovered that they were actually missing until 6 a.m. yesterday morning. And um, the governor uh, really said, he said, quote, Andrew Cuomo, when you look at how it was done, it was extraordinary. Um, And apparently they use power tools. So Cuomo said one of the big questions is where did the tools come from? Yeah. So Mm. apparently uh, both which is be on the lookout because there's two escapees on the loose in New York State, probably upstate. And if I'm not mistaken or if I'm speculating, they probably tried to go over into Canada. Correct? Yeah, that would make the most yeah, sense. Yeah, that, that would make sense. I'm just glad it was only two. When you but, first said prison break, I was thinking like how many dozens escaped? Well, you know, you'd, you'd think that they'd want to go to Canada. That would make sense. But mm-hmm. then again, some of the things that people do don't make sense. Um, I think one of the guys who was they made the Shawshank Redemption movie about, Uh he was just caught like six months ago and he's been on the loose for like 30 years and it's because he did something very silly like he decided to like come back and meet somebody or appear somewhere and like he blew his own cover well yeah that's pretty dumb so you know you never know you can't just say well they probably went to Canada and I agree but you never know like somebody's gonna be like I wanna see my girlfriend who's in Queens I know that's what I was thinking they're gonna probably head don't come back to Brooklyn I'll say that I wanna go to Harlem Public I heard it's really trendy over there (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, not a good idea. Um, speaking of things that aren't good I- good ideas, um, Alyssa is showing me a picture and really distracting me. What is that picture, Alyssa? That was the picture of the two guys who did the prison break. Oh, Ooh. so now I know what to look out for. I um, have some some news I want to share. So Selena just dropped her phone. I don't know how she could drop her phone while sitting down and not making any kind of like crazy movements. But pretty much, this is like in the news of stupid Chris Brown, as you know, the R&B singer, was dating his hairstylist, Karuchi, and she broke up with him after she found out that he had a kid, even though they were dating. And they ran into each other at a club, and he followed her for six blocks and then jumped to her car. Like, what do you expect? And she it's dropped Chris him. Brown. So she drove him, like, two blocks, dropped him off. He followed her home and was banging on her door. And it was all over the news as, like, Chris Brown stalking his ex-girlfriend. What else is it, new? No, it was all over the news. I didn't, ha- I didn't care to dig into the details, but that's really traumatizing. I mean, listen, I mean stalking. convicted um, of the domestic violence convicted so yeah not even convicted of domestic violence for beating up rihanna uh, yeah. so the fact that he was stalking another ex like that should not really be surprising is it appalling of course yeah but surprising like you know that's it's just brown the thing is like he just gets rewarded for all of his bad behavior i mean his stardom has continues to he's not succeed and success. it's like he's in the contest to see who high, like the most creative way to get to prison for a long time <laughs> i don't you know. know i don't know but is that should, scary, uh, he should talk to bobby schmurder 
<laughs> Before we get to the story about Caitlyn Jenner, which I know we're going to get to in two seconds, I just wanted to raise one last thing, which is apparently in Wisconsin, they're having a huge problem because of the restriction of food stamp benefits because of the cutting back from SNAP out of the federal budget. A lot of states have fixed this problem by using state money to fill the gaps. Um, unfortunately, Wisconsin like has done even further cuts. And what they just did a study and what they found is this is not punishing the quote unquote small majority of people who commit welfare fraud. The What they're actually uh, finding is that this is creating a situation where elderly people over 65 years old who are on fixed incomes are now only eating once a day because they don't have enough food stamp benefits to actually be able to afford to eat three meals a day. So, you know, it's just back to that thing where conservatives always like to vilify people as if they're everybody is committing welfare fraud and not working and sitting around on their stoop and collecting food stamps, but the reality is most of the people who are being affected by the food stamp cuts are children, elderly people over 65 years old, and veterans, and that's a real shame. No, that that definitely is a shame. Um, Speaking of things that are a shame, I actually had another story that I wanted to talk about really quickly. Um, I think we have time. So, there was this black family in Mississippi who have been fined, charged with criminal charges and have to appear in court or they'll face jail time simply because they were cheering at their relative's high school graduation. Where did you say this was again? Mississippi. Mississippi. Okay, we're done. We're done. Um, so no, anyways, no, Caitlin Jenner. No, no, no. This, this no. could have happened in New York. Under Section 24020, Subdivision 2, is the disorderly conduct, unreasonable noise. And one of those things under that is making unreasonable noise that creates a public disturbance. At a graduation. It doesn't, well, anywhere in the public place that creates other people to be public disturbed in public. You know what the difference so, is? I don't think New Yorkers would be stupid enough to actually try press charges. See, that's the thing. The superintendent gave notice saying that hold your applause to the end. And I think... Oh, we're going to put you in jail? No, they said if you don't, then we will remove you from the graduation ceremony. Mm -hmm. So the family said, you know what, we still decided to cheer knowing that we might be um, removed, but we've never expected to be slapped with criminal charges for cheering. Have you guys ever been to a graduation? You guys seem too calm about this. There's no such thing as families who don't make noise when their child graduates. I think these charges will ultimately dismiss and if I was, it's I don't know. They might get hangings. I don't know Mississippi law, but if I was representing them, I would at least make the argument that there was no public an- alarm or annoyance because of the fact that they were at a graduation with other people that were all not alarmed or annoyed by the cheering. But, anyways, on that note, I know we want to have some time to talk about Caitlyn Jenner. It's, it's, it's. I wouldn't call it the most important story of our. I generation. would because everyone's been talking about it, and Caitlyn's been on Vanity Fair, and I keep turning on my TV and turning on YouTube, and that's all I see. Is Caitlyn. What a surprise. A so rich basically, white woman is able to basically get it's Sarah showing me and showing us that Caitlyn is the most important thing that happened ever since a, we got a first black I mean, president. Listen, a rich I, white woman can get on Vanity Fair and then get a reality over, TV Over show. 60, though? This is like the first woman over 60 on Vanity Fair. Just yeah, the, no, I think that the most important thing, I mean, I'm very happy for Caitlyn and I'm glad that, you know, she's living her truth. And you kind of knew Vanity Fair was going to give her a cover. But I think that the most important thing is what Stanley and I were talking about yesterday and Selena and I were talked about briefly this morning is Laverne Cox's comments um, regarding um, privilege. And it's not. And, and Laverne's Cox was uh, sorry. Laverne Cox's comments about privilege weren't just about white privilege. They were just they were about privilege generally. Laverne pointed out that she has a lot of privilege uh, as, as a celebrity. As a celebrity, and so it's not necessarily about race. Uh, it's really about class. 
No, it is, guys. And if you wanted second. to call in, I wanted to give the phone number. It's 212-650-6903. So for those of you who don't, who have no idea what we're talking about, we didn't give any context. So Caitlyn Jenner, or formerly um, Bruce Jenner, um, went through transitional surgery and like it's it's was identifying as a as a woman for quite some time, but went through the transitional surgery and is now like you know she has all the, I guess she's fully transitioned into a woman now. So it's been big in the news because like as we know, America has a history of transphobia, and in the last couple of years, we've seen a shift in that at least on a sur- on a surface level. So um, Laverne Cox is a great example of that she was um, one of the stars on the Netflix show Orange Is the New Black, and she had a cover on Times Magazine talking about the tra- the transphob the transphobia um, tipping point. And now we have Caitlyn Jenner, formerly Bruce Jenner, who just went through this transition. And people have been coming out saying how proud of her that they are. And Alyssa and I were having a conversation. And we were mentioning about the trans, the transgender um, young, young woman in Harlem on 125th Street in St. Nicholas who was murdered just two years ago. And there was, and I said, I feel like the people who have been congratulating um, Caitlyn Jenner, like they're not, they're not serious. They don't really mean this. They're doing this because it's the cool thing to do. But there are actually transgender women and men right now who are homeless, who are being abused, who are being sexually assaulted, who are being like preyed on by police officers and arrested for prostitution, even though they're, they're not doing anything but walking around in the streets. And we don't say anything at all about that. So all of a sudden, a rich person can get on Vanity Fair because they have that access and those numbers and can have a smooth transition as far as we understand because they had the money to pay for the surgery. They're getting they're getting these pats in the back, but no one's talking about their unheard voices. Right. No, and, and I agree with that. I think the flip side, though, that we have to realize in some way is by Caitlyn Jenner getting on Vanity Fair, and I, as I've already said, it's an issue of privilege. I'm not going to rehash that. It does in some ways open up the discussion about the trans community and helps it to become less marginalized, which is a good thing. But at the same time, it doesn't if you need Laverne Cox to come out and make follow up comments, that's sort of like, you know, you have to realize there's also sub issues within it. So I think the exposure is good and it's good for the trans community. When Layla Acorn killed herself and we actually did an entire episode on that that you can check out. It was great. And we've also had um, Michael on who was head of the uh, campaign with the bathroom selfies that we need to pee campaign. We did a thing on that. You should listen to those two. Um, those are great episodes that we did. But, you know, Caitlin, I think also I know this is really about her and her transition, but she also could have made a comment, used her privilege to make a comment about other transphobia in the community. I mean, I mean, she could have, but then and again, she still can. And, and she still can. But then again, it's it's still the Jenners and the Kardashians. And it's really hard to take that family serious for me because everything they do seems so gimmicky. Like the fact that Caitlyn, um, you know, she was like, I'm not doing this for publicity. I'm not doing this for a reality show. But she has a new reality show. And I'm like, she. I mean, and it's. I'm not saying that she she shouldn't. I'm just saying that it just seems... I mean, it's like it's just the two things aren't mutually exclusive, you know, like right. it, 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 Caitlin or, uh, you know, formerly Bruce, like it, the need for publicity and wanting to have a reality show and then the need for her to become a f- you know, fully transitioned are two separate things in my mind. I mean, one a person could feel that they're in the wrong body and they want to transition and they could also feel that they want to have a reality show and the transition may not be because they want to have a reality yeah, show. Like, yeah. they're not mutually exclusive things. But I do think as time goes on, she should use her position of privilege in order to bring a focus to trans issues um, and not just to bring a focus to herself. I doubt and her know. reality show. 
So, guys, we do have to wrap this up. When we come back, we will be talking about Haiti and the Red Cross and all the fun facts you have been dying to hear about. This is Let Your Voice Be Heard on 90.3 FM, WHCR, the voice of Harlem. You don't-